Welcome to Zichru Davsi Manamamari Avram Goldhai, and there is Yavamas, Dav The second parak, Ketzad. The second parak has been generously sponsored for the Atzlacha of Ovadi ben Leia and his family. So the three we're going to focus on number one, on the bottom Dav Chav Beis Beis. We learned that Rabbi Yossi holds that one who has relations with his father's daughter from a proper marriage is only high for transgressing the love against taking your sister, but not for the love against taking your father's wife's daughter. Rabbi Yossi learns from the second Pasuk that one is only high for having relations with a paternal sister when her mother is someone with whom your father can be halachically married to, to the exclusion of a daughter from a shivcha, a maidservant and a Gentile woman. On this stuff, the Gemara teaches that the Rabban learned this halacha from the Pasuk regarding a shivcha, the woman and her children shall belong to her master. The Gemara asks what Rabbi Yossi does with this Pasuk and answers that one Pasuk excludes the daughter of a shivcha and the other excludes the daughter of a Gentile and both are needed. If the Torah only taught the case of a shivcha, one would think her daughter is excluded mishum de because she has no yichas in family relationships, whereas a Gentile woman does have yichas in her relationships. And if the Torah had only taught the case of the Gentile woman, one would think her daughter is excluded because she's not shaykh to mitzvahs, but the daughter of a shivcha would be included because she is shaykh to mitzvahs. Point number two, the Gemara asks where the Rabban learned that a daughter from a Gentile woman is excluded from the love of a father's daughter and brings Rabbi Yochanan, who said in the name of Rabbi Shimbar Yochai, the Pasuk states regarding the prohibition of intermarriage, Kiyasir as Bincham Me'acharai, for he, referring to a Gentile father married to a Jewish woman, will turn your son away from me and they will serve other gods. From here we learn, Bincham Yisraeli is Kroi Bincha. Ve'em Bincham Mino Vedas Kochavim Kroi Bincha El A son from a Jewish woman is called your son, but a son from a Gentile woman is not called your son, but rather he's considered her son. The child follows the non-Jewish status of his mother. From here we see, that a daughter from a non-Jewish woman is considered a Gentile and would not be considered a legal sister to her father's Jewish son. Therefore, she's excluded from the prohibition of a sister. And point number three, the next mission begins. If one was Mekadosh, one of two sisters, but does not know which one of them he was Mekadosh, he must give a get to each one. If he died childless and he had one brother, the brother must do chalitza to both. If he had two brothers, one must do chalitza to one of the sisters, and afterwards the other brother may take the other sister in Yibum. The Gemara clarifies that the Mishnah is not introducing anything novel in the first two cases, but it's coming to teach in the latter case of two surviving brothers, the order must be that the first brother does chalitza, and the second one can do Yibum, and it cannot be that the first brother does Yibum, to for then he would be possibly violating the prohibition of marrying the sister of a Zukuka. So once again, three points are number one. On the bottom of the Chab Beis Beis, we learned that Rabbi Yossi holds that one who has relations with his father's daughter from a proper marriage is only high for transgressing the love against taking your sister, but not for the love against taking your father's wife's daughter. Rabbi Yossi learns from the second Pasuk that one is only high for having relations with a paternal sister when her mother is someone with whom your father can be halakhically married to, to the exclusion of a daughter from a shivcha, a maidservant and a Gentile woman. On this stuff, the Gemara teaches that the Rabban learned this halacha from the Pasuk regarding a shivcha, the woman and her children shall belong to her master. The Gemara asks what Rabbi Yossi does with this Pasuk and answers that one Pasuk excludes the daughter of a shivcha and the other excludes the daughter of a Gentile, and both are needed. If the Torah only taught the case of a shivcha, 
One would think her daughter is excluded because she has no yichas in family relationships, whereas a Gentile woman does have yichas in her relationships. And if the Torah had only taught the case of the Gentile woman, one would think her daughter is excluded because she's not shaykh to mitzvahs, but the daughter of a shivcha would be included because she is shaykh to mitzvahs. Point number two, the Gemara asks where the Rabban learned that a daughter from a Gentile woman is excluded from the love of a father's daughter and brings Rabbi Yochanan, who said in the name of Rabbi Shimbar Yochai, the Pusik states regarding the prohibition of intermarriage, Kiyasir as Binchom Me'acharai, for he, referring to a Gentile father married to a Jewish woman, will turn your son away from me and they will serve other gods. From here we learn, Binchom Yisraelis Kroi Bincha. Ve'em Binchom Mino Vedas Kochavin Kroi Bincha El A son from a Jewish woman is called your son, but a son from a Gentile woman is not called your son, but rather he's considered her son. The child follows the non-Jewish status of his mother. From here we see, that a daughter from a non-Jewish woman is considered a Gentile and would not be considered a legal sister to her father's Jewish son. Therefore, she's excluded from the prohibition of a sister. And point number three, the next mission begins. If one was Mekadosh, one of two sisters, but does not know which one of them he was Mekadosh, he must give a get to each one. If he died childless and he had one brother, the brother must do chalitza to both. If he had two brothers, one must do chalitza to one of the sisters, and afterwards the other brother may take the other sister in Yibum. The Gemara clarifies that the Mishnah is not introducing anything novel in the first two cases, but it's coming to teach in the latter case of two surviving brothers, the order must be that the first brother does chalitza, and the second one can do Yibum, and it cannot be that the first brother does Yibum, for then he would be possibly violating the prohibition of marrying the sister of a Zukuka. All right, so now we go to Simadav Chav Gimel, and our standard simon is Kuglach. Kuglach is a children's game, it's similar to Jack's. So here goes. It was an awkward scene at the Kiruv Kuglach competition, when a man's two daughters, one from a Shivcha and the other from a Nachris, came to watch his Jewish grandson, whose father wasn't Jewish play against two surviving brothers of a man who hadn't remembered which one of two sisters he married. Once again, slow motion. It was an awkward scene at the Kiruv Kugelach competition. Kugelach, that must be more duff. Chav Gimel. It was an awkward scene at the Kiruv Kugelach competition when a man's two daughters, one from a Shivcha and the other from a Nachris, which reminds us of Gmaras, what Rabbi Yossi does with the Pasuk, and answers that one Pasuk excludes the daughter of a Shivcha and the other excludes the daughter of a Janta, and both are needed. If the Torah only taught the case of a Shivcha, one would think her daughter is excluded because she has no Yichus in family relationships, whereas a Gentile woman does have Yichus in her relationships, and if the Torah had only taught the case of a Gentile woman, one would think her daughter is excluded because she is not shaykh to mitzvahs, but the daughter of a shivcha would be included because she's shaykh to mitzvahs. So, it was an awkward scene at the Kiruv Kugloch competition when a man's two daughters, one from a shivcha and the other from a nachris, came to watch his Jewish grandson, whose father wasn't Jewish, which reminds us the Pasuk states regarding the prohibition of intermarriage, ki is bincham acharai, for he, referring to a Gentile father married to a Jewish woman, will turn your son away from me, and they will serve other gods. From here we learn that a son from a Jewish woman is called Bincha, your son, but a son from a Gentile woman is not called your son, but rather he's considered her son. The child follows the non-Jewish status of his mother. So, it was an awkward scene at the Kiruv Kugelach competition, when a man's two daughters, one from a Shivcha and the other from a Nachris, came to watch his Jewish grandson, whose father wasn't Jewish, play against two surviving brothers of a man who hadn't remembered which one of two sisters. He married, which reminds us, if one was Makadish, one of two sisters, but does not know which one of them he was Makadish, and then he dies childless and has two brothers, one must do chalitza to one of the sisters, and afterwards the other brother may take the other sister in Yibam. 
The Gemara clarifies the Mishnah coming to teach that the order must be that the first brother does chalitza, and then the second one can do yibum. And it cannot be that the first brother does yibum to kapaga ba'achos So, for then he would be possibly violating the prohibition of marrying the sister of a zukuka. So once again, it was an awkward scene at the Kiruv Kugel competition when a man's two daughters, one from a shivcha and the other from a nachris, came to watch his Jewish grandson, whose father wasn't Jewish, play against two surviving brothers of a man who hadn't remembered which one of two sisters he married. All right, now it's time for Fobalabah Chazara. Daf Yutes, so the similar Daf Yutes is a yacht. So here goes. When a huge wave crashed into a yacht, yacht, that must mean we're on Daf Yutes. When a huge wave crashed into a yacht, killing two brothers who were married to two sisters at exactly the same time, which reminds us of Rabbi challenged Rabbi Oshia's interpretation of Rabbi Shimon that Zika Kukunusadamya, a Zika's equivalent to making the Yavama the Yavam's full-fledged wife, based on a mission where Rabbi Shimon exempts two sisters who fall to a third brother from even doing chalitza. Now, if Rabbi Shimon holds Zika Kukunusadamya, that a Zika makes the Yavama like a full-fledged wife, then let the third brother perform Yibum with the one who is widowed first, and then the other one should be exempt from Yibum and chalitza since her sister is already somewhat married to the Yavam. After several solutions to this challenge are rejected, Ravashi answers, If the two sisters fell to Yibum one after the next, that would be the case that the first widow would be permitted to Yibum. But the case here is the Nafubabasachas, where they fell to the third brother at the exact same moment. And Rav Shimon holds, like Rav Yossi Agli, who says, It's possible to be exact. So when a huge wave crashed into a yacht, killing two brothers who were married to two sisters at exactly the same time, one of the Yavamas got upset when the Yavam attempted to do mimer without her consent, which reminds us it was taught in a bright so osamaybiyabimta shulmadaita if one performed mimer with a Yavama without her consent, Rebbe says Kana, he's acquired her as his wife, but the Khamu say that he is not, and the Gemara explains that the question rests on whether we learn out mimer from Yibum, which can be done without consent, or from Kedushin, which has to be done with consent. So, when a huge wave crashed into a yacht, killing two brothers who were married to two sisters, at exactly the same time, one of the Yavamas got upset when a Yavam attempted to do mimer without her consent, while the other one overheard a group of passengers murmur, once a Yavama, always a Yavama, which reminds us, the Gemara asked what was the Chalami's reason for prohibiting the third brother who was born after Yibum and answers that the Pasuk states, and he, referring to the Yavam, shall take her to himself as a wife and perform Yibum with her, which implies that even after he takes her as his wife, the original Yibum status is still on her. Rashi explains that this means she's always called a Yavama. Dav Chaf, so the Simr Dav Chaf is a cafe. So here goes. The Shnios and Almanos dining at the Isra Mitzvah and Kedusha Cafe, Cafe, that must be more Dav Chaf. The Shnios and Almanos dining at the Isra Mitzvah and Kedusha Cafe, which reminds us the next Mishnah states, Isra Mitzvah, Isra Kedusha, Choletzis, Momis, and Isra Mitzvah and an Isra Kedusha do Choletzis, but not Yibum. And the more presents two opposite Pshantim as to whom they refer to and why they use this terminology. So the Shniyos and Amanos dining at the Isra Mitzvah and Kedusha Cafe listened attentively to the Almano from Eris and tell her personal story that she was not permitted to a Kohen Gadol and Yibum, which reminds the Gemara asks why an Almano from Eris is forbidden to do Yibum to a Kohen Gadol. Since she's a virgin, she only has the Losase of a Kohen being forbidden to an Almano. Therefore, Yavo Asev Yitcha Losase, let the Asev Yibum override the Losase against a Kohen Gadol marrying a widow. Rav answers that the Pasuk states, Then his Yavama shall go up to the gate for Chalitza. Since it was unnecessary to state his Yavama, since the Pasuk already referred to her as that, it's coming to teach, There's a Yavama who's subject to Chalitza and not to Yibam. And who is this? Chayvei Lavim. It's one who's prohibited to the Yavam by a love. Rav's answer will ultimately be refuted.
So the Shniyos and Almanos dining at the Isra Mitzvah and Kedusha Cafe listen attentively to the Almana from Eris and tell her personal story that she was not permitted to a Kohen Gadol and Yibum, not because of a love, but because of a Gezerah, which reminds us the Rav explains the reason that an Almana from Erison is forbidden to do Yibum to a Kohen Gadol is a Gezerah be a Rishona atu be a Shnia, a Gezerah that the Yavim not do the first act of relations for the Mitzvah Yibum out of concern that he might have a second act of relations, which is not a fulfillment of a Mitzvah. Dav Chafov, so the Sim Dav Chafov is a car pronounced Ka by people from Boston. So here goes. When the Chalitza Ka, Chalitza Ka, that must be Dav Chafov, Ka. When the Chalitza Ka, delivering the shoe, was turned back from Basin, since Chalitza B'makom Yibum, Rav Mitzvahi, which reminds us, Rish Rakish said, Wherever you find an Ase, and a Losase in conflict with one another, If you can fulfill both of them, that's preferable. But if not, let the Ase be Doche the Losase. The Gemara clarifies after a challenge is brought, where Kongadol did Yibum to an Almana from Erison and exempted Ertzara, that this principle only applies where Mitzvah's Ase is fulfilled through the alternative way. But here, if he does Chalitza, the Mitzvah's Ase will not be fulfilled since Chalitza B'makom Yibum love Mitzvah. Chalitza is not a Mitzvah in the place of Yibum. The Mepharshim explained that the Torah provided the lesser Mitzvah of Chalitza in cases when the Yavim does not want to marry the Yavama. So, when the Chalitza Ka delivering the shoe was turned back from Basin, since Chalitza B'makom Yibum, Rav Mitzvahi, the driver almost ran over a basket with handles full of Ramazim for Shneos, which reminds the Gemara brings four sources for Shneos, one based on a Pusik and Kohelis, referring to handles of a basket, where we learn that before Shlomo Mel came, the Torah was like a basket without handles, until Shlomo came and made handles for it. Rashi explains that just as handles prevent a basket from falling from one's hands, so two Shneos distance one from the Arayos. So when the Chalitza Ka delivering the shoe was turned back from Basin, since Chalitza B'makom Yibum, Rav Mitzvahi, the driver almost ran over a basket with handles full of Ramazim Vershneos that had been dropped by his aunt Gittel, the wife of his mother's maternal brother, which reminds us that Gamora clarifies how we know that a wife of a mother's maternal brother is also considered a Shnia. Dav so the Sim Dav is a cab. So here goes. The Ger and a Shnia wife finally flagged down a cab. Cab, that must be more Dav Chabes. The Ger and his Shnia wife finally flagged down a cab, which reminds us the Rabbanim were not goes to Shnios for a Ger. And the only reason the Rabbanim prohibited in the Arabah is that people should not say, buy me Kedusha Chamuro, Kedusha Kala. The Gerin come from a strict level of Kedusha, being that non-Jews are prohibited to their non-Jewish mother, and now they come to a lesser level of Kedusha, as they are now permitted to marry their non-Jewish mother. So, the Ger and his Shnia wife finally flagged down a cab, driven by a Mumser brother, which reminds us, a Mumser brother is Zokek his brother's wife to Yibum, and a Mumser son exempts his father's wife from Yibum. The source that a mumser qualifies as a son is learned from the Pasuk Uven Enlo, and he has no son. Since the word Ein is written with a Yud, it implies Ein Alav, examine him, which Rush explains to mean that one should see if he has any type of son, even a mumser. So the Ger and his Shnia wife finally flagged down a cab, driven by a mumser brother who just let out a Balahokoso passenger whom he charged twice, which reminds us, it's a Malchus bin Rabbi Yosef bin Yehuda and the Chukamim, whether a Baal one who has relations with his sister, who's the daughter of his father's wife, whether he's chayv once or twice, given two psukim that discuss relations with his sister. All right, so that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgol and Zichur, wishing you a great day and great learning.